Hello and welcome to another episode of Chat and Jam. Today I'd like to share a poem that I've written and a song, um, both about leaves. So I hope you enjoy it. I'll start with the poem first. Leaves and the Root When a leaf falls, swaying side to side, does it have hope? No one really cares. The one's green branches now still, those skeletons. Ah, it must be fall for a tree to lose its splendor. Leaves fall. Do they just fall? Isn't it graceful when they fall? Swaying so gracefully, side to side. What is a tree without leaves? Is it barren or is it alive? I like the leaves, how they flutter in the wind. I'm not sad when I see them fall. I feel bad when others don't notice their goodbye. There are three skeletons and two trees. Two has leaves, they stay close to each other. The skeletons stand still. Are they awaiting their turn? What happened to their leaves? I think the leaves are keeping the skeletons alive. How? Well, leaves are selfless. Leaves die so trees can grow high. The roots know the truth. But no one cares about the roots either. Yet the roots keep the trees still. I wish I could see those roots, see the intricate beauty. So hidden, so noble. Roots don't know compliments or glory. Roots don't care. Roots know the truth. I hope you enjoyed um, that poem. You know, I often wonder how this applies to today. How how this applies to how society is functioning today. Um, to kind of mention current news, um, a popular artist and rapper Kanye West tweeted that he is going to run for presidency in 2020. Now, I'm, I'm not, I, you know, that wasn't like an insulting laugh, but at the same time, um, it makes me wonder how we have come to this point of time. Um, Anyway, I'll address that later, but um, I think since the media revolution where people with talent or something to share got the opportunity to record themselves and distribute it, um, the world has been bombarded with all sorts of ideas 
you know, ideas about freedom, ideas about equality, and, you know, a lot of these ideas are relevant and it's helpful and a shape society that we live in today. Going on that same train of thought of how the media revolution has given voice to ordinary citizens, we have also really been made aware of some of the injustices that still prevail in society. Um, and, and the really sad thing about that is the people that we see on video getting murdered or harassed, it's not a new phenomenon, you know. Those people that we see getting harassed most likely have experienced something similar before. But, you know, us, some of us who have not directly seen that sort of harassment are just perhaps now coming to the realization of, well, this shouldn't be happening. Or this could be me. Or this could be somebody I know. This is not, you know, this is definitely not acceptable. So, a lot of the times I feel nothing is as it really seems. It's, it's pretty much what we choose to believe or what we surround ourselves with. I lived in the states, in two different states for over 10 years and I, I never experienced something remotely close to what we see in these videos. But that is not to say um, I have not experienced harassment. Uh, I have not come across prejudice. I have. And perhaps the situations and the circumstances were different. And how I chose to address it at that point in time gave me a different outcome. But I could, I could see how some of those situations if I had been continuously oppressed day after day, day after day, how if I was having a bad day, I could have reacted negatively and it could have turned out to be pretty bad for me. But I'm, I'm glad it didn't. <laughs> for example, um, I was driving to join a um, group of students that were playing tap rugby um, in this small town in California that I was new to. Um, I was going through a university there because the ground was, you know, 
situated somewhere around there. And apparently I had run a stop sign. Um, and I was not speeding because I had to really look around to find where this place was. And, you know, it's not the first time I've gotten pulled over. And I understand the general etiquette in how to how to handle those sort of situations, you know. So I pulled over, parked my car, had my hands on the steering wheel, and you know, this time it felt really different. Um, the first thing I noticed was the officer, instead of coming to me from the driver's side window, he came from the other side. And so I was like, hmm, I wonder if my license plate is expired or my insurance is expired. Then I knew, well, can't be, because um, I recently got all of that done because I had moved state. Um, and then I noticed something else. I noticed from the rear view window that there was another officer um, and he had his hand on on his gun and he was at the very back of my car on the right hand side and I was like well this is not normal um, because you know I've never had trouble with the law I didn't even have any outstanding tickets that I hadn't paid so everything was up to date so I kind of took out my phone and I started recording just in case you know I'm in a new state new county um, definitely the minority there and so I asked the officer I said hey um, did you find you know I had given him my license and everything so I asked him hey is everything all right did you find anything suspicious um, was all my information up to date I'd be glad to you know answer any questions and he said oh no no everything's fine um, and I said well I see your partner over there he's ready to you know take his weapon out so I said I've never experienced something like this um, I said I've been pulled over for you know far worse um, back in Texas where I've you know been speeding like way above the speed limit and you know once they come and check and they see that you're not drunk or you're not a threat you know things don't escalate it starts de-escalating they'll give you a ticket have a little chit chat let you go and he said oh no that's standard procedure in this county um, and then he realized I was also kind of recording him in, on the slide. <laughs> and then, you know, he started to play it off like it's nothing. But, you know, that could have been a coincidence, right? Um, but that also could have been entrapment. Um, I could have blown that out of proportion. Um, I tend to be quite verbal with my opinions but I'm glad I'm not so <laughs> physically verbal 
with my opinions. Um, yeah, I try to keep my emotions sort of in a neutral, neutral environment at all times and express, you know, the harsh feelings I have <laughs> through my poetry, so. But not all of us are like that, you know. I think if somebody had gotten really upset over it, I think that's quite justifiable. Um, now, I'm not saying, you know, get out of your car and start yelling at him, but a lot of the times people do get upset when they feel like they're treated like a criminal for something really pity, you know. And when, when you're profiled racially over and over again, you know, that's, that's crazy. So, yeah, I don't know why I had to share that experience, but yeah. But generally speaking, um, as a brown brown person in the States, you know, we have a different racial profile. We're either, you know, a healthcare worker or an IT guy. But, you know, most of us don't have any weapons on us anyway, so. But does that mean we shouldn't care? about our darker skinned brothers and sisters. I think I think a lot of us are guilty of that. I, I know I am. Um, I recently started speaking out against those things, so that's that's why I think we choose to define our world um, and then I mean sometimes we define it with intent sometimes our choices and what we are exposed to or what we surround ourselves define it for us so if we are always in this bubble of life is good you know I have my friends and I just hang out with my friends and nothing bad happened to them, nothing bad is happening to me. So why do I care about you know, these things? I guess that's one way to look at it. I'm not saying that's wrong because you can't have a negative attitude towards life all the time. You know, that's just setting up setting yourself up to have a bad day day after day right um, but I think it's it's nice to see the younger generation um, who get a lot of criticism because they're on TikTok and <laughs> you know it's easy to kind of put a label on them and say they don't do anything they're, they're always on their phone but at the same time you know they do have their um, 
rather passive yet effective activism. Um, I don't know if you've heard about this, but there was a um, Trump rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma about two weeks ago or a week ago. Um, it was at a very controversial time, you know. Tulsa, Oklahoma was once a very vibrant community for people of color, specifically African-Americans. Um, it was almost, I mean, not almost, it was the Black Wall Street with many successful businesses and investors and they were doing really, really good. And, you know, over 300 were attacked by a mob, murdered. The whole place was burned to the ground. So, for the black community, that's a very sensitive issue, even today, right? So, Trump decides to hold his campaign rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma. You know, with everything that's going on. In the US. So these TikTokers, um, apparently, <laughs> what they did was um, they got together and they bought tickets for the event, like in the hundreds. And they didn't show up. So, what was the final outcome? There were only 6,200 something people. And he was expecting almost a million people. Now you can say, well, what does that do? Well, that's that's my kind of activism, actually. Um, you know, you you're passive, but it's effective. Um, you don't go around burning things to the ground. You don't go, you know, go around yelling things. But you, you know, you hit it hard. You hit hard where it hurts. <laughs> um, I think he learned a lesson. He saw that, hey, these younger generation, they don't hold the begetted views I have. And that's encouraging. Um, so, good job, TikTokers. Um, heck, my generation didn't do anything like that. Maybe some of us was, were complaining on Facebook or retweeting but you know I don't think generation X or Y did anything that effective with all the technical and social media knowledge that we have so no power to you generation Z alright I think I've spoken enough today um, well, I hope you're enjoying this podcast. Um, do write to me. Do ask me questions or give me suggestions on topics and things you want to hear more about. Alright, I'll end with the um, song about leaves. Um, I hope you enjoy it. Have a nice day.
No rush at all. 